For tonight's profile, we talked to one of the members of our opposition, the Toledo Walleye, in his first year as an assistant coach at Alden Hirschfeld. And before taking over the coaching ranks, he was a player for the Toledo Walleye. So that's where we'll take things first, Alden. You grew up in Sylvania, Ohio, right outside of Toledo. What was it like for you playing for the Walleye, a hometown team? And you didn't go to school very far away in Miami either. Yeah, obviously it's uh, something that's, you know, pretty special to me to get to play in my hometown, you know, when I was playing and now to be coaching in it, it's uh, it's cool. You know, back in the day growing up, uh, you know, it was the Toledo Storm who, who we always followed and loved and, you know, now turned into the walleye and to get to be able to, you know, have played for them for, for a while there and now coach them and be in the organization, it's, uh, you know, it's special. Growing up in Toledo, watching the Storm play, what was it like to grow up as an ECHL fan and what did they do to help you fall in love with the sport? You know what? Actually, the, my mom's the one who got me in love with it because apparently, whenever when I was three years old, whenever it was on the TV, I would stare right at it, and if they changed the channel, I would just start screaming. So once that happened, uh, my mom signed me up for a class at Tam O'Shanter, the local rink there, and uh, you know, just ever since then, I've I've loved it and played it, and now coaching it. Going back there as a player and as a coach, what were some of your goals to make an impact in the local hockey community? You know what, I think just getting back on the ice with the kids there in the summertime, you know, it's, uh, I've helped with the hockey camps that we've ran out of Tam O'Shaner there for, you know, probably 15 years now, so, you know, that's what I'll continue to do in the summer and just basically to give back to the, to the little kids who are trying to learn and play like I did out of the same rink that, you know, I did it as a kid, so it's cool to, you know, kind of still go in there and, you know, just bring a smile to my face seeing the little kids on the ice, but yet trying to help them improve and, and, and love the game themselves. Going to Miami University, when did it first become a reality that pro hockey might be a thing for you? You know, I was, I don't know, it was kind of probably towards the end of my senior year when I was realizing that guys were, were going and were doing it. I was always, you know, just lived every day, you know, by the moment. You know, that's what I've always been taught to do anyway. So I would uh, just keep doing that even while I was at, was at school. But to get to, you know, continue to play right after that, that's when I kind of was like, wow, this is actually happening. You know, this is a dream come true, getting to do what you love to do, you know, after college. The first few years there with the walleye didn't go so well. There were times when you guys would come in here, bottom of the standings, and it would look like it was going to be point night for the Nailers. But then things really turned around in 2014. You guys have won four straight division titles. What was it like to experience that turnaround, and, and what were some of the big factors that led to the success? You know, uh, that helps. You know, I think it actually helps me overall in terms of you know, leading and being the captain there because I've been a part of, of all of it, obviously. You know, we had that year there. It was uh, Nick's last year before uh, Dan. And uh, we were, you know, we were at the bottom of the barrel, like he said. So to watch, the you know, the staff and the coaches and, you know, management just kind of trans transfer all that around, spin it around, and now turn it into being, you know, at the top, like you said. You know, they've done a great job and obviously – you know, now getting to learn from, from Dan, who learned from, you know, Derek Lalonde, who's in the NHL now, it's uh, it's going to be special for me, you know, on the coaching side, obviously, and the team, you know, growing and developing and turning the organization, you know, into the right direction now. What do you take from guys like Nick and Derek and Dan from the coaching aspects that you're able to put forth and, and try and work into these guys' minds now? 
just basically listening, you know, listening to a lot of what they have to say and then obviously looking back and thinking what, you know, Lalonde would say and, and how he would teach and organize and run, you know, his routines in terms of, uh, you know, transferring his messages to the team and now learning, you know, from Dan. It's, you know, it's just a combination of, you know, taking in all sorts of information from the coaches, even Andy Delmore, our assistant coach, um, and kind of, trying to develop and grow yourself into a better coach just like you do as a player you know you do the same thing on the ice you want to get better every day and you know now as a coach you know I want to get better every day you faced some incredible adversity in your career and different guys take different paths you never know what it's going to take you but a seizure in Grand Rapids you had brain surgery and you were still over to able to overcome all that and make your way back out on the ice what was that whole experience like and being able to actually not only walk or skate again but to play the game that you loved yeah I mean, obviously, it's not what you want to happen, but, uh, you know, the good Lord has everything happen for a reason. So, it, you know, it was a life changer for sure, especially with having two kids, um, you know, just trying to figure out everything from there in terms of actually playing again or not, you know, and then I had the surgery and, you know, was seizure-free for a while there, so it was great to, you know, play those few years without having any ordeals. Um, you know, obviously, uh it's gotten bad. I've had a couple since, but uh, you know that's that's just kind of what it is. So hopefully, uh, I'll continue just to you know not have them and continue to not have them. But uh, yeah, that was a that was an interesting time. But like I said, it's just one of those things that happen, and you you learn and you know just kind of, it's just something you have to deal with, you know. But you like I said, you know the good lords got a plan for everybody and he's just kind of you know leading me in the direction of hopefully hopefully uh you know getting rid of them and you know still giving back to the community and helping other people who have the epilepsy get better themselves when you look back at your hockey career what is something that you take a lot of pride in something that you accomplished i'd say probably just you know, there's all the smiles and friends and people you've met. I've met, you know, throughout the time, and and uh, and all the organizations I've played for. You know, there's just the hockey world's such a small world. So, uh, you know, you get to see so many faces on so many teams that people you've played with or you know, and you know, it's basically a small family from, you know, basically all across the country and world with guys playing in Europe and overseas now. But I'd say just the the memories and. Uh, you know, just every day getting to do what you love to do is pretty special. It's great to see you continue that success from on the ice to behind the bench. Alden, I can't thank you enough for spending a few minutes with me today sharing your story, and I wish you nothing but the best as you continue in your hockey career now as a coach. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Assistant coach of the Toledo Walleye, Alden Hirschfeld, on our Wheeling Office Supply and Emission Report. We'll have out-of-town scores and third-period action next on the Nailers Broadcast Network.